Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Successful Woman Radio Show brought to you by WomenAboutBiz.net, empowering you with the tools and resources to start and grow your very own business. Hello and happy Labor Day to you. This is Trina Neve, your host and business success coach, broadcasting to you live this Monday, September 3rd, 2018, and as always, bringing you inspiration, motivation, and ways to make your business, your dreams, and your ideas a huge success. Well, ladies, I know that you had a fantastic weekend, right? You've been celebrating Labor Day. You may have had family over. For myself, I um, celebrated our family reunion all weekend long. Um, I'm a member of the Maddox family, and we had just a wonderful time. It's always wonderful seeing uh, family uh, that you grew up with and seeing your cousins and all of those people that are now adults and they have kids and some even have grandkids. So it's just absolutely wonderful. And, you know, at the end of the day, when we are working hard on our businesses every day, when, when we have the desire to create a success, most of the time it's because we want to leave a legacy, right? We want to leave a legacy. We want to be able to leave not only money, but we want to be able to leave wisdom behind to our children, to our grandchildren. And so being in business is not just about making money. As a matter of fact, if money is all it is that you are wanting, you're going to find yourself caught up in the trap um, and constantly seeking and searching for the wrong thing. You know, I recently... Um, listen to Nicola Smith-Jackson, who I consider one of the biggest queens of network marketing. And one of the things that she talked about recently was about the fact that, um, you know, money is not what business is all about. Business is all about people and how important it is that we keep that in the forefront as we as we are as leaders of our businesses and as we continue to grow our companies, our businesses is about people. We have products and we have services that are in demand by a certain niche group of people, and it's our responsibility that we not only stay focused on the products and how much money we're making, but if those people are happy. If they are satisfied with the products and the services that they are getting, and that's very, very important. And so, again, I give kudos to Nicola Smith-Jackson because she's always right on time with giving timely tips and information. Um, and, uh, again, um, she does this wonderful show every single morning at 8 a.m., Monday through Friday, called Power Start Your Day. And if you're in network marketing, you definitely should be on that particular call um, because it's not just for people in one particular business. It's for all people who are in network marketing, and again, it's called Power Start Your Day, and I know that if you um, go to Google and you look up Nicola Smith-Jackson and Power Start Your Day, you will um, easily get information on the show, and it's also on the Blog Talk platform, so check it out. 
Well, it is Labor Day today, and I won't hold you long today on the show. Uh, I'll end the show after about 30 minutes, but I want to stay true to our calling at Successful Woman Radio that we are live on the air every single Monday. Come rain, shine, snow, sleet, it doesn't matter, holidays or not, we want to be here to give you information that you'll be able to put to use in your business. And so it is today. So today I am going to be talking about something that is very, very, you know, preparing your daily workflow, your daily operations plan, and how important that is. And I've talked about this subject before on Successful Woman Radio, but I wanted to bring it up again because here we are in September, um, and we are basically four months out before the year ends. And it's time for us as business owners to start thinking about where we want our businesses to be for the rest of the year and where we want our businesses to be in 2019. Yeah, you heard that right, 2019. And so with that said, the daily workflow, the daily operations plan, as some people call it, is a very, very uh, mandatory, necessary part of being in business. And oftentimes, I think as business owners, especially as a solo business owner, this is where many business women fall by the wayside with not having a daily operations plan, with not having a workflow process. Um, and there have been many things that have changed since I've been teaching this particular method of the daily workflow. And so I want to update you a little bit today um, on some things that you need to be thinking about because. Uh, we truly are living in a technological society today. Uh, there are more things than ever online to keep you going, to keep you moving, and to help you stay productive in your business, especially if you are a solo entrepreneur. And so we're going to talk about a, a few of those resources, a few of those tools. In addition to that, um, I would be remiss if I did not uh, also give you five things that will help you to generate your cash uh, in 2018. Very, very important part that we repeat every single Monday. Five questions that really get your creative juices flowing, get you brainstorming about what it is that you need to be doing for your business. And so on this Labor Day, as people are you know, taking a day of rest from the normal nine to five and celebrating that they even have a job. I want to make today about celebrating that we also have an alternative solution, being an entrepreneur and being in business for ourselves. Um, and I'm very happy to be amongst those that call themselves entrepreneurs or small business owners. So as we look at talking about creating a daily operations plan, I want to just also mention that I've talked to some people who are somewhat discouraged because it is uh, coming into the fall season of the year, which reminds us that the holiday season is coming around. Uh, it reminds us that we only have a few months before the year is over. And they are feeling somewhat discouraged. And a lot of the times, a lot of the discouragement is because they have not seen results in their business that they would like to see for the new year or for this year. And that can take you down a few notches, and it can make you somewhat disappointed. But as a business owner, we don't have time to be disappointed. We don't have time to be 
um, bloat, busted, and disgusted because we have to keep ourselves at a high level of productivity at all times. And we can't allow ourselves to just say, well, you know, it's September. I'll go ahead and plan for next year, but, I, you know, I'll count this year as a loss and go ahead and move forward. That is not the mindset of a successful businesswoman. Always have to be willing to start right where you're at, and you always have to keep moving, moving forward and never moving backwards. So regardless of what point you're at, whether you've made money in your business or whether you haven't been bringing in the revenue that you had hoped or whether you had tried something and it failed, it didn't work, and you're discouraged and you don't know, Um, what you're going to be doing for the rest of this year because you just feel like you just want to stop. I am encouraging you not to have that mindset, not to do that. And I just want to, for those of you that may be in that predicament, because I know many of you are not ever listening, but for those of you that are, I just want to give you some, some quick pointers, okay? The first thing, again, is that you need to understand is that as a woman, who is working towards and striving towards success for herself, you cannot allow yourself to go down that street of despair. You can't allow yourself to be saddened by the fact that something did not work out. What you need to understand about business, number one, is that business is going to have failures. It's a part of being in business. But the thing about failures that we fail to, um, to realize is that, Failures are put in front of us, and many times they hold the golden keys to our success. If we can learn from our failures, if we can learn what not to do, what road not to travel on, how we're going to do better the next time, then we will have have the golden keys to be more successful, right? But if we look at failure as something that is so horrible that we can't stand to dissect it and even go back and look at what we could have done better, then we're never going to move forward. We're never going to learn. So you need to learn to embrace all failures. You need to learn to embrace disappointments. You need to learn to embrace trying out things that didn't work. You need to learn to embrace them, and you always need to um, not be so disappointed that you can't dissect it and look at the golden keys of success within it because, trust me, it really is. I want to share with you something um, about an experience that I had many, many years ago, and I look at that experience and I always realize that um, I could have done so many things um, to turn it around. I lived in San Diego at the time. I think this is when I first moved to San Diego, maybe a year or so after. And um, I had a a group called Home Business Network, and I was pretty popular, and I had um, a lot of people that were members of Home Business Network. And I do similar, did similar to the same things that I did, do now for Women About Biz. Um, I gave live workshops and teleclasses, and, of course, um, the internet had just started, so um, I was really at the cutting edge of technology with Home Business Network, and I decided to do a home business conference. And I had, at the time, I had secured two of the most popular people in the home business industry, and that was who wrote many of the books that pioneered the home business industry in this 21st century. Um, and 
it was a huge conference. I mean, we had thousands of people that attended, but being that it was one of my first biggest conferences, there were many things that I had not taken into account. I didn't charge enough, first of all, for the event. And so we were short on money, short on funds, uh, but we still pushed forward to have the conference. And it was on the front end very, very, very successful. People were very happy with the information, with the education, with everything. Paula, Paula and Sarah Edwards did an excellent job at this event. But what happened was that I ran so short with the conference fund-wise, I think it was thousands of dollars, that I, I allowed it to get me so nervous, so out of sorts, um, that I was just focusing all on that. I wasn't looking at what was going on on the front end, that all of these people walking up to me asking me so many questions about Home Business Network, people wanting more information about how to start a home-based business. I wasn't looking at the fact that Paul and Sarah Atlas were asking me um, to co-write a book with them. I wasn't looking at any of those things. All I could have my mind focused on was that this is such a failure. I don't have all the money to finish paying the hotel. I don't know where I'm going to get the rest of the money from. Um, that's all I could really have my mind on. And there were so many things that could have been done. I had thousands of people there. I could have quickly put together a a very inexpensive membership that would have more than made up the money needed to finish paying the hotel. Um, I, there were so many things that I could have done. And I remember after the event, the day after the event, I came up with the money, but, I, you know, I remember after the event, I was so – I was so distraught that, and it and stressed, and it lasted for months that I didn't do anything. I didn't follow up with the people that had attended. There were phone calls I wasn't returning, all because I couldn't get my mind off of the fact that the conference itself um, did not make money. I realized now that I had my mind on the wrong thing. And I often look at that to learn from it. I am still learning from that experience. And I look at it and I learn from it. And, and some of the biggest things that I've learned from it is always never let yourself be overwhelmed and overtaken by despair or, take, or, or overtaken by stress that has been caused by failure or what you perceive to be failure because that is the time that you just start focusing on that and you stop the, the creative flow of what could be done. You stop the creative flow of finding quick solutions. Um, and so that is why I fervently have become such a woman about solutions. Um, I have become a person that doesn't press on something that's not working. Let's look at what can work and what is working. And so I want to give that word of encouragement to all of you who are looking at this in September. Nothing's going on in my business. Uh, I'm not making the money. I don't know where I'm at. Stop focusing on that. Stop focusing on that. Even if you have to start over from ground zero, look at what can be done, okay? Start utilizing that energy that you're focusing on what didn't go right 
and start using that energy on what can go right now. I have seen people who have taken their mindsets and shifted and have generated in the last four to six months of their business a multiple six-figure income. I've seen people generate a six-figure income or a high five-figure income in the last few months of business, okay? So don't tell me that you can't change your mindset and that you can't shift and move on to a new way of thinking so that you can start seeing better results. It just requires something very simple, and that is a desire, a desire to want more for yourself, a desire to want to be a better leader for yourself, a desire to move forward. So I want to leave you with that, and I want you to understand that every single morning as a leader, it is so important for you to create an affirmation for yourself, words of encouragement that you say to yourself that help get your day going. Schedule that 30 minutes to one hour of time for yourself as a leader of your business. And this, no matter how big your business is, schedule that time that you need to say prayer, meditate, to say your affirmation, and to encourage your own self to move forward. That is so very, very important, you see, because there's going to be a time when you won't have no one around but you, and you need to understand and know how to encourage yourself, how to motivate yourself, how to take yourself to that next level. So for you to get that attitude of action, get that attitude of I can be successful, that attitude of I will create success regardless of the time left for this year, I will create some success and see it through, which is very, very important. And that's why um, I wanted to talk to you today about the, the workflow, your daily workflow, your operations plan, and are you actually following a system of how you do things. But before then, let's go ahead now and go over the five questions to generate cash in 2018 because these questions work and they do get you you thinking about what you can do, okay, and, and what you should be doing. Here's number one. What must I do to achieve my sales goals this week or this month? Here we are in September. The holiday season is coming up. If you don't have a sales goal, create one and say, you know, for this next 90 days, I really would like to see this amount of money um, be generated from my business, from my products, or from my service. Here's number two. Am I consistent in implementing my marketing system to attract new leads? Two things that I want to say about this, and that is, if you have a good marketing system, it's not just you saying that it's good. It's a good marketing system because your phone is ringing, you're having email inquiries, people are filling out perhaps an inquiry form on your website, people are retaining your services or they're purchasing your products. That's how you know that your marketing system is working. Now, if none of that is happening, I don't care how good your marketing system looks on paper, if you indeed have been putting it into action consistently and those things aren't happening, then back to the drawing board you go because there's something not right in that marketing plan that you're operating from, okay? However, if you haven't been consistent, 
and you have a marketing system, but you haven't implemented it or you, or you have not been consistent with it, then you really don't have anything to measure it by to know whether it is working or not. And so what you simply need to do is get consistent and start implementing what you've already written down. If you don't have a marketing plan, that's okay. Start from where you are. Figure out a short plan, a, a, a strategy for this next 90 days right, to generate a certain amount of income, know how it's going to happen, and create a marketing plan to support it and start implementing it and be consistent with it every single day. Here's number three. Have I identified a minimum of three new people to talk with daily about the benefits of using my services or products? Now, this is one of the easiest things to do, and yet I find that a lot of people don't do it. Now, you know, this isn't going to cost you money, but it's going to cost you some time, which is still very valuable, right? Time to a business owner is one of the greatest commodities in the world. So utilize your time wisely, but you can find people to talk to um, every single day, whether you're going out doing some shopping, whether you are talking to friends and family over the Internet, on Facebook, whether you've connected with other business people online, trust me, you will always be able to have those three people to talk with daily, but you just can't find three people to talk to today and then talk with them today. This is something that requires planning, and it requires you at least a week ahead of time to identify those people each day that you will be calling because you have to invite them to a connection call. Um, you have to invite them ahead of time. Um, and so it's very, very important that you realize that this is something that requires just a little bit of planning. Here's number four. What are the business goals that I need to accomplish this week? Well, this really is a sub-question to a much larger question, which is what are the goals that I'd like to see accomplished that are supporting my business, Right. For this year, then normally we're going to take those goals that are supporting each of the visions that you'd like to experience in your business and take, um, take it and break it down by quarter to determine what you'll be working on each quarter, and then you'll know what you should be accomplishing for the month and for the week, for the day. This is how it is normally done. So each Friday, you should kind of know what goals you wanted to have accomplished and what tasks were required uh, to put into action to get those goals accomplished. You should be knowing that. And last but not least is number five. One of my favorite questions in this whole set of questions is what must I change about my leadership to move my business forward? One of the things that I realized that I needed to change was just that very word. I needed to be willing to make a change. Um, I needed to move forward and stop procrastinating and stop waiting so long to put things into action, but I actually needed to move forward. Uh, sometimes we wait forever or we get into that analysis paralysis mode where we know we should be doing certain things for our business and we keep saying, I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it, but it never happens. And so as a result, days turn into weeks, weeks into months, and before we know it, months have turned into the end of the year, 
and then it can turn into years. So we have to be very, very careful about that as leaders. So you have to get to know yourself and be willing to be brutally honest with yourself to know what is it that you need to change about your leadership skills, about your leadership personality that is going to help you take your business to the next level. Yes, you can get other people to help you. You can get other people to take care of certain tasks within your business. But at the end of the day, it still falls on your shoulder to be the best leader that you can be for your business. So identifying the things that you need to change, the skills that you need to embrace, um, and what you should be doing is, is vital. I believe that this represents more than 70% of being successful in your business. So there you have it, five questions to generate cash in 2018. Remember, ladies, you have the power, and I don't say that lightly, you have the power to create your streams of abundance, and it all begins with you taking swift and immediate action. You know, this past Sunday, I listened to a wonderful sermon um, about vision and how God can't force us to have vision if we don't want to have vision. And this sermon really, really inspired me because the minister was talking about the fact that as human beings, we have free will, and God doesn't enslave us and make us do something. He puts it there before us and says, hey, I have a success plan about how you can live your life on this earth and how you can have it more abundantly, but it's up to you to accept it and take partake of it. And the minister went on to talk about how um, many people die with their vision um, and and they die having not tapped into their potential. And, of course, one of my other favorite ministers, Miles Monroe, who is no longer with us on this earth, but he talked about that too, about how many, you know, millionaires and billionaires, would-be millionaires, would-be billionaires are, are in the graveyard because they never tapped into the potential that they have. And so I really took the sermon to heart because it is up to each and every one of us to accept our visions that we receive, the ideas that we have about our business. It's up to us to put it into action, to take action on our ideas, to take action on what we purpose, to take action on our desires. It's free will, and if we don't take action on it, well, we just don't take action on it. it it's, it's up to us as to whether or not we want to implement the powers, the abilities, the potentials that we have to be successful in this lifetime. And if we don't do anything about it, if we don't wake up every single morning being thankful that we are able to breathe in the breath of life, if we aren't thankful that we have a right mind, that we, can, that we can hear, that we can get on the phone and call people, that we can walk, that we can talk, that we can do different things that we take for granted every single day. If we don't wake up every morning appreciating that fact and appreciating that we have this wonderful ability to take something that comes up in our mind, 
molded and manifested in something quite beautiful to create a success for ourselves, then we too shall die not having tapped into our potential and what we could be, what we should have been, right? And so this is why I'm always wanting to encourage us on Successful Woman Radio to move forward, to not allow yourself to get to a point of despair to where you are frozen in place and you are not thinking about solutions. Instead, you have your mind focused on the wrong thing. And so with that said, I want to go ahead and go right into our topic for today, um, which is all about preparing your daily workflow, and some people call it the daily operations plan. So I want to start with saying that planning and improving upon a business should never end because with each step of additional planning and changes comes improvement and efficiency, and such is the case in managing the daily operations of your business. You know, SBA, which stands for the Small Business Administration, their statistics show that next to not having a business plan, the lack of proper management and operations of a business is second is the second reason of failing. How your business operates daily, ladies, and how you execute each phase will result in whether or not you achieve your business goals. You see, being the boss is never easy. There are so many hats that we have to wear, and especially for those of us who are solo entrepreneurs, from being the bookkeeper to the janitor and all that falls in between, we must somehow learn to manage and operate our businesses properly. Now, this can be a real challenge for most of us. However, this can result in a breakdown of our business foundation when we do not have a workflow plan that we're operating basis. So what what is the solution to this? Well, of course, it's that you must create what I call a daily operations plan, a workflow plan that will serve as your guide for doing business on a daily basis. Now, not only will this help you create consistency in your business, but it's going to serve as a starting place when you want to create uh, an employee's manual or when you start bringing other people on to your team. So I first want to just kind of give you some quick instructions on some of the tools that you're going to need to really start with your workflow. Now, today in technology's time, a lot of people don't um, don't work with a lot of paper, but I'm going to give you the old-fashioned way that I still work on my daily operations plan, and then you can determine whether or not you want to switch to having it on um, a document on your computer or what have you, but I like to have things uh, really right next to me. I, I, if the computer breaks down or if it crashes or the Internet's not up, I need to be able to put my hands on my daily operations plan. So number one, you need to purchase a three-ring notebook, maybe a half-inch three-ring notebook. Number two, um, you need to make a general list of tasks that must be done daily, weekly, or monthly. Now, that's going to take you some time. I think, you know, over a period of a day or two, um, you can come up with the things that you feel for your business industry that really need to be done daily, weekly, or monthly. You know, things like you need to check your email, you need to check on orders for what orders came in, 
Um, you need to, on a weekly basis, you need to send out your e-newsletter. You need to decide what's going to be on sale or what what uh, thing that you're going to use, what compelling offer are you going to use to call people to action. So, again, this is very, very important. You have to decide on what are the tasks that need to be done on a daily, weekly, or monthly basis? Now, these are common tasks, things that always need to get done in your business. Number three is you need to make a list of business-specific areas that you, you know, that need your attention frequently as the business owner or as the leader. Now, here's the thing that's most important. You know, in the five questions, um, to be successful in 2018 and bringing that cash, I talk about, uh, of course, what must you change about your leadership. And one of the biggest things that I've always said throughout this year is that you need to create a position description for yourself. Position description kind of like tell, helps to tell you what you need to be doing day in and day out as the leader, as the CEO. And trust me, sometimes it's not all about the labor portion of the business. So in number three of creating your daily operations plan, when I say make a list of business-specific areas that need your attention frequently, this is for you as the business owner to know what do you need to keep your eye on? What do you need to have a bird's eye view on frequently, okay? Number four. Under each of your business-specific areas, create your plan for carrying out the specific functions. Now, again, this is pertaining to when numbers make a list of business-specific areas that need your attention frequently. And then number four, under each of these specific areas, create a plan for carrying out those functions. And then number five, make an emergency page that will instruct others what to do in case of an emergency, you know, such as list your blood type, insurance, relatives' phone numbers, a list of your current clients, and the name of your business banking representative. These things are very, very important, and yet those who are small business owners, micro business owners, solo entrepreneurs, it doesn't dawn on them that whether you're running a big business or a small business, you've got to have that. What how would someone know what to do if you don't have an emergency plan or a contingency plan? So this is very, very important. And I, I want all of you who are listening to the show, whether you're listening to the broadcast of the show um, or if you're listening to it live, I need you to really understand that a daily workflow is really going to help you better manage yourself. It answers the question, I know I am the boss, but who's bossing me? Who's guiding me? Who's helping me to stay on track? Who's holding me accountable? And that's exactly what the daily workflow does. That's what having an operations plan is all about. So I really want you to be mindful of that, and I want you to truly understand how important it is for you to have this. And I know for a fact that when you create this plan, you are automatically, once you start implementing it, you're going to have a big, fat aha moment. You're going to be like, wow, I cannot believe that I have gone without having a consistent workflow plan all of this time, okay? So, again, um, I gave you some tools, some things that you needed to do to start 
off with preparing to create your operations plan. Purchase that three-ring notebook. Make a general list of tasks that must be done daily, weekly, or monthly. Make a list of business-specific areas for your industry that need your attention frequently. Then number four was under each of those business-specific areas, create your plan for carrying out the specific functions. And then lastly, lastly was number five, make an emergency page that's going to instruct others of what they need to do for you in case of an emergency. Make sure to list your blood type, insurance, relative phone numbers, list current clients of, um, and name of a business re- uh, banking representative. Um, it's important to have all of those things enough about how important that it is, okay? The other thing that you need to get is you need to get kind of like the Avery uh, uh, five-tab divider. You can get this at pretty much any of the office supply stores, or you can order it online, the Avery five-tab divider, okay? Now, here's what you're going to label each of the the five tabs with. Number one, you're going to label number one as notes planning, notes slash planning. Number two, daily, weekly, monthly, and quarterly tasks. Keep in mind that the Avery 5-tab dividers, um, it gives you big block spaces that you can run through your printer from WordPress or your document print, uh, document platform, and it, you can print in those big blocks. And the, and the numbers 1 through 5 are just color tabs. So it's not the tab that you're actually having to type this on. Um, it, it is a template that you're typing it in. Once you buy it, it'll all make sense. So tab number one, the area for uh, number one will be notes and planning. The area for number two is going to be daily, weekly, monthly, and quarterly tasks. Number three is going to be your operational procedures. And then number four is going to be marketing finances, okay? So that's very, very important for those tabs to be labeled in that way. So I'm going to repeat that for you. Um, Number one is notes planning. Number two tab area is daily, weekly, monthly, and quarterly tasks. Number three is operational procedures. Number four is marketing. And number five is bookkeeping finances, okay? Now, once you've created those tabs, then when you are brainstorming, when you're planning for your business, when you have ideas, that information is going to go into the number one tab, notes and planning. Uh, When you want to look at your checklist of what should be going on daily, weekly, monthly, and quarterly as the CEO, you're looking at that so that it is jogging your memory, then you'll be able to go up under tab number two, right? Uh, When you are looking at your marketing system or your marketing strategy and what you need to implement, the ideas, anything that you're wanting to do for marketing, it's going to be under tab number three for marketing right? Under your bookkeeping and finances, it's going to be like any cash flow projections that you created for yourself. It's going to be anything. um, It could be possible bank statements that you want to take a look at. Um, It's going to be information about your bookkeeping system. Even if you have it online, you may be printing off your monthly um, um, profit and loss statements and keeping it in that area. So this kind of is like a having all of the most important pieces of how you function in in your three-ring notebook binder and having it right there 
And then you want to make sure in the very front that you have an emergency page uh, in your binder. Now, most of the time, you're going to keep your binder on your desk. Uh, You're not really going to be walking out and keeping it in your car with you um, or anything like that. Um, So you're going to be keeping it on your desk, and you want to let Uh, If you're married, you want to let your husband know or you want to let your adult children know. You want to let a good friend know, hey, in case of an emergency, I've got an operations binder on my desk, and at the very front is my emergency operations plan. This is what should happen. This is how my clients are to be notified. I've got important checking information and and stuff in there that um, someone will need to help with, okay? Very, very important. So let's go back up under the marketing tab because quite a few things need to be happening up under that marketing tab. For example, um, if if you need to have a a newsletter template, maybe you're coming up with an idea for your newsletter or your template or you're brainstorming on what needs to be in in your newsletters for the month, Um, That information can be contained right there up under the marketing section. But you can also have uh, brochures in there. You can have information or a script that you've created for yourself uh, when you're talking to people and you're trying to close the sale on your service or your product. All of that information should go up under the marketing area. And um, let me just tell you how important it is also to have a client intake form available in your daily operations plan notebook. Um, I can remember that I, I used to talk to people and, and I would try to keep all the information that they're telling me in my head, and I wasn't writing anything down. And I'll never forget one day a client called me, um, and she wanted a business plan. And we, we talked for like 30 minutes, and she was sure that I was the one that she wanted to write, help her with writing her plan. I felt confident that I could help her. We talked all that time. I did get some information down, but because I didn't have a consistent form that I was using, I forgot to ask the person her, for her phone number and her name, her full name. How about that, right? Now, this happened during a time when, um, you know, there wasn't caller ID and all of that. So I'm giving my age, aren't I? Well, anyway, (laughs) this happened during a time when there wasn't caller ID. So I didn't have a way of getting back a hold of her. And I was so stressed out because I was thinking this person is going to think that I'm a flake, that I, I didn't want to help her. And so thankfully, Thankfully, after she didn't hear from me in a couple of days, she called back, and I was able to get her get the information. And I had to be honest and tell her what had happened. And she, we both laughed about it, right? And uh, that compelled me to create what I call a client intake form. Now, a client intake form is good whether you have a service business or whether you have a product business. And the whole purpose of the client intake form is to get the most vital information you're going to need from the individual, not only to service them, but to actually close the sale. Because the customer or prospect is going to tell you what pain they're having and how you can relieve it. Are they going to tell you what their challenge is? Are they going to tell you what they need? 
And if you know that, if you have all of that information down, you know how to come back around to them and close the sale with the very words that they've already used and told you about. So the client intake form is very, very important, okay? So I want to call that to your attention. The other thing that you need to know about creating your workflow plan is what it actually means. Having a workflow on a daily basis means from the time you start with your business until the day's end, what are the things that should happen in between there to help you be productive, to help you accomplish the goals that you set out to accomplish for the week, for the month, for the quarter? What should you be doing, right? And so as a memory jogger, I want to just call out some of the things that you might need for your business, right? So under the marketing and sales, you might need on the document, you may need templates. You might need an introduction letter, a follow-up letter, a thank you letter, or you may even have a proposal template that's available to you. Materials, you may want to have your brochures, your flyers, your business cards, and promotional items. Um, for client information, for having that client intake form, you definitely want to make sure you have that person's name, phone number, email address, right? And you want to know what it would take in order for them to be your client, what is most important to them, right? Um, very, very important. You want to definitely pull together industry research that you have that's going to help you better uh, develop your marketing plan. Under sales, um, you may want to come up with um, your, a list of your products, a list of your services, and, not, and a, not a description per se, but benefits. How can each of the items that you have for sale or how can each of your services benefit the person who needs them? Very, very important. And you may want to have scripts because scripts help you to break the ice. Scripts help you to feel more confident when you're talking to people on the phone or even in person. And so you can have a marketing script. You can have a script for closing the sale. You can have a script for talking to new prospects that you don't know. You can put whatever you need to put in your workflow, your daily operations plan, right, to help you to Better manage your business. Very, very important. And so I want to tell you exactly where you can go at on womenaboutbiz.net um, to read the full article about the daily operations plan and how you really need to start looking into it and creating one for yourself. Again, I truly, truly believe that the daily operations plan um, in my opinion, is 70% of your success, 70%. And a part of that is you really need to go ahead and write your position description as well. For those of you are long-time listeners, you know that position description that tells you what you need to be doing as the CEO of your company every single day. Now, there's a couple of ways to look at uh, get to the daily operations plan uh, article at womenaboutbiz.net. You can, uh, again, go to womenaboutbiz, that's B-I-Z as in zebra, womenaboutbiz.net, and in the top right menu bar, click on blog. And I believe I featured the 
creating a daily operations plan right there um, in the blog. So, yes, I see it. It is the, one of the last blog entries. Um, so if you scroll down to the end of the blogs, you will see creating a daily operations plan, okay? Also, you can reach it by going to channels in the top white menu bar and then also looking um, at the daily operations plan article from there. But if you go to the blog, you should easily see it, okay, if you go to the blog. So go ahead and make sure uh, you look at the daily operations plan, look at the information that it's giving you, um, and I certainly hope that you're seeing the value in what I'm trying to share with you today. I want to thank you so much for listening to the show today. I want to thank you for being a part of Successful Woman Radio. I want to make sure you mark your calendar, please, for every Monday at 12 noon Eastern time and share Successful Woman Radio with your team. Share Successful Woman Radio with clients that may be in business. Share Successful Woman Radio with others that you know need a positive environment to come to to get their week started right. Again, thank you so much for being part of the show today. I pray for your week to be productive. I pray for your revenue to increase. I pray for it to be pushed together, shaken, and running over. This is Trina Newby, your host and founder of Women About Biz, saying have a wonderful and abundant week. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye.